Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author and one of the creators of Fluid Style Co., a clothing company created for bisexuals. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi. So this week, I'm going to be talking about yet another movie that features or stars a bisexual character in it. What's the movie I'm going to be talking about? To Each Her Own. It's a new movie just released on Netflix. One of you guys suggested that I check it out. I did, and now I'm going to talk about it. Right after I mentioned this week's video is brought to you by my t-shirts on Amazon and a new product that I've created just for you guys, which I will mention at the end of the video. But for right now, let's talk about this movie. So the movie is called To Each Her Own. And like I said, it was, it was released last week on Netflix. The movie is about Simone. Simone is the daughter uh, in a um, right-wing right Jewish family. Uh, if you know, right, uh, you know, Orthodox Jewish families, you'll know that um, homosexuality in, in those families is a sin. Um, unfortunately, for this situation, Simone has a girlfriend who she is in love with, and she's very much uh, closeted, and she is very much involved with the lesbian community. Now, that would be a story on its own, but unfortunately for Simone, again. Simone apparently has a crush on a guy. It's a chef at a restaurant she likes to frequent with her friend. And one night, the chef invites her out to check out his food at a party. Uh, she goes, she checks out the food, she you know, enjoys it, she has that with some alcohol, that, the dancing, the music, all that stuff, and they end up dancing together, and then they end up kissing. And she, who is very much in love with her girlfriend and is thinking about marrying her and is thinking about having kids with her, is now racked with guilt. She runs out, you know, embarrassed that she'd done this and not knowing how she's going to explain this. And she goes home to her girlfriend and then proposes marriage to her out of guilt from um, kissing this guy. And that is the story in a nutshell. So, um... Was this a good movie? Let's first talk about it from a technical aspect. Technically speaking, was this a good movie? The technical aspect of this movie? No. Actually, it's not a great movie from a technical aspect. First of all, the cinematography is not great. Um, there's a lot of shaky camera work. Not enough to like, get you like, dizzy or anything like that. Nothing, nothing to that extent. It's just unnecessarily shaky. It's like one of those independent movies, sort of. It's shaky for the point of being shaky sort of thing, not great. The color in this movie is like obviously not a Hollywood film. In fact, it's a French film. It's a French independent film. Um, it's a French independent film that's been dubbed into English. So it has very much the inexpensive um, independent film look to it. So the colors aren't very bright. It's kind of like there are scenes that the colors are kind of murky in there. 
And on top of that, like I said, it was a dubbed movie. It's dubbed into English. And the dubbing isn't great. In fact, it kind of reminded me of a um, a Hong Kong movie, like a, like a Kung Fu movie, um, where the lip syncing is like clearly off and all that stuff. Technically speaking, this movie is not great. Now, does that mean that the movie is bad? No. The movie is not bad. In fact, if you ask me as a bisexual, would I recommend this movie? I would say that's complicated. And why is it complicated? Well, it's because of this. So there are two types of movies that I've been talking about so far, right? With bisexual lead characters in it. There are movies that are about sexuality and and a person's coming of age story um, about their sexuality. So for example, last week's video was about Alex Strangelove. Alex Strangelove is a coming of age story about the character's sexuality. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about a movie called Disobedience. Disobedience is about the character's sexuality. So when the movie is about a character's sexuality, representation, the, the, the aspect that is representation is very important. So if you misrepresent bisexuals, you represent bisexuals badly in a movie like this, it's a sin. You can't do that because that's what the movie's about. The movie's about the representation. The movie's about the portrayal of the bisexual. So there are those types of movies, but then there have also been movies like, for example, I talked about the movie Atomic Blonde last year, which, which is that Charlize Theron movie about a secret agent, where Charlize Theron's character was bisexual. But technically speaking, that's not great bisexual representation because, you know, she's a murderer. Like, she goes out and kills people, and this is the person that they're representing as bisexual. But, um, but I didn't talk badly about the movie because that's the genre of the movie. The genre of the movie is this thriller spy thing. And these types of movies, the main character, whether they're straight or whatever else, they are murderers. So I'm not going to, like, downgrade the movie in terms of representation because it's doing something that's, like, proper for the genre. Right? So there are those type, two types of bisexual movies I've been talking about. This movie feels like it should be a movie about representation, a coming-of-age story about um, bisexual, um, bisexuality, and then hence it's about bisexual representation. But that is not what this movie is about. And, and the fact that it's not about this movie, like that aspect that it's not about, or that, that it actually is about, is what makes the movie so interesting. So the movie is really about what it feels like to be born into or to choose a culture or community to be a part with, a part of, and then to not fit within that culture or community. What do you do? How do you deal with that? How do you come to grips with um, your, your idea of yourself when you don't fit into the things that you thought you should fit into or the things you chose to fit into? That's what this movie's about. And that's why this movie, to me, is so freaking interesting. Because not only is this movie about Simone's, you know, conflict where, being, where she's from this right-wing Jewish family and yet she has a girlfriend that she's in love with, but it's also about her being um, supposedly a lesbian and what the lesbian community has to say about what she's done. But it's not just about that. Or they explore the themes around fitting into culture, not just with Simone's character, but with Wally, the guy that she is, um, she has a crush on, they also explore the movie from her as- from his aspect because he is a black Muslim, and here he is um, f- having feelings for this 
Jewish white girl and all the things that the, all the things that the people from his culture has to say about her. So it's so this re movie really really isn't about sexuality as much as it's about as it is about, you know, sexuality plus religion plus race and how we can fit into the cultures that we want to fit into um, and that we were born into. Which, on its own, is a very bisexual theme. So it's kind of like they explored bisexuality or the themes of bisexuality without making bisexuality the focus of the movie. So for that aspect, I highly recommend um, this movie to go, go check out this movie in spite of the flaws, the technical flaws of this movie. In spite of the fact that, well, if you are a uh, bisexual woman and you are dating a lesbian, I don't know if you want to see this movie with your lesbian girlfriend. I don't know how well that movie will this movie well this movie will go over. And if you are a um, if you are a bisexual woman, and you're looking for like great bisexual representation in movies. Again, I'm not sure if this is the movie for you. But still, in spite of that, I still say that you as a bisexual should check out this movie because here's the thing: all movies about bisexuals can't be about representation. We need our stories told. And yeah, it's not great that, um, that bisexuals have been, you know, stereotyped as cheaters. That's not a good thing. And it's certainly not true. And to have the, like, the, the, the heart of this movie be about a bisexual woman who cheats on her lesbian girlfriend, that's not a great thing. But yet, it's a real thing. Like, yes, Bisexuals actually cheat on their partners, just like gay people do, just like straight people do. And when bisexuals cheat on their partners um, with people of a different gender, it has this whole other aspect to it that's not the same as when a homosexual or a heterosexual does it. And this is a part of our stories, and whether we like it or not, we kind of have to en embrace it for what it is. And this is a story that explores what it means uh, kind of why it could happen and um, how do you kind of find community after that. So for that reason, I highly recommend checking out this movie. That is my non-spoilery part of this review. Um, if you'd like to support the channel, check out my t-shirts on Amazon. And if you want to check out that cool product I created just for you guys, you can find it in the link in the description below, the same place for the t-shirts. And also like, subscribe and all that stuff. Um, and stay cooler, my bisexual friends. So that would be the end. That's your spoiler warning. Now let's go ahead and talk about uh, the spoilery parts of this movie. And again, I'm not going to talk about anything that will give away the ending of this movie. I'm just going to, um, you know, kind of go into a little bit more depth about what happened in the movie. Like, for example, the fact that she didn't just kiss this other guy. She had sex with this other guy. And she has... Tr not only does she um, kiss this guy go home and propose to her girlfriend. But then later on, when things seem to be getting better, she goes out and has sex with this dude. So it becomes like a no turning back sort of scenario. And she feels so much guilt about it that she goes and she tells her girlfriend that she has, she has had sex with him. And, and man, her lesbian community turns on her hard. So she gets isolated from her, um, she gets isolated from her you know, lesbian community. She still, since she's in the closet, she still can't talk about any of this with her family. 
Um, and on top of that, you think, okay, well, this is a guy. Maybe she could end up with a guy. But the reason, but because she is a, um, she's from a right-wing Jewish family, and this guy is a black Muslim, she can't really integrate that person into her life as well. So she's just completely out in the dark. That she doesn't know what to do. And again, that's what makes this movie interesting. And the and and being a fly on the wall in this movie, where um, the right-wing Jewish family, like how much it's all about being Jewish. Like you could date a Chinese person as long as they're Jewish. Like as long as they're Jewish and not black. <laughs> as long as they're Jewish and not black, and God forbid them they be Muslim. But to hear them talk about this as if you know no one's watching. But not just that. I mean, it's not just like the right-wing family that's kind of talking talking this way, but Simone has a gay brother. And the gay brother also is talking bad about Africans. Like, it's just, it's, the movie felt very real. Like, this is the way people talk when no one's watching. But it didn't just do that for the Jewish family. One of the reasons why this movie, I felt, was so wonderful because it did it with the black people as well. Like, they portrayed um, the Jewish family as, you know, casually racist. But the same thing was true with the Africans. And I can tell you, as a person who grew up in a black community, like I'm from the Bahamas, so like all black people there, yeah, black people could be just as racist as white people can. And this is a movie uh, that it kind of explores that, where, you know, they're anti-Semitic, like the uh, Wally is the name of the, the, the black guy that she has a thing for and she sleeps with. Um, her, uh, his Sengalese and Sengalese cousins and stuff are anti-Semitic. They say bad things about Jews. And, and like, how do you navigate that in the real world? Like, what does he say to put an end to that, to not embarrass the girl that he's kind of like, he's kind of falling in love with? Like, how do you deal with that? So, so the aspect of not fitting into the culture that you're born into um, has, you know, has to do with her, it has to do with him. And the exploration is just really very interesting. So I highly recommend uh, you go and check the movie. Like I said, if, if you are a person who is looking for a movie that has great representation of a bisexual woman, this may not be the movie for you. But if you are just a movie lover and you are a person that wants to be put um, into the shoes of another culture or if you want to be a fly on the wall of another culture, this is the movie for you. Because not only do you get a chance to do that, but you get a chance to do that um, watching a bisexual and also uh, exploring the complexities of being bisexual and trying to find community within that. So yeah, I recommend this movie to you. Um, go and check it out in spite of its flaws. And um, the movie has an ending that, uh, that I did not see coming and that of course I won't talk about, but again, check it out. So that's the review, I hope you liked it. Um, and if you'd like to support the channel, which seems to be slowly turning into a movie review channel for some reason. Um, but if you like to support the channel, you can check out my t-shirts on Amazon. And I have included a new product for you guys starting this week. I don't have one to show you quite yet. I'll show it to you next week. But if you go and check out the link in the descriptions, you'll be able to see it. I have included um, something called Pop Sockets. And uh, for those who don't know what Pop Sockets are, if you have a phone and you, you know, want to be able to hold the phone, you can get one of those things that you pop onto the back of the phone and you pull it out and you can stick your fingers on so you can take like selfies and stuff like that. They're called Pop Sockets. And I didn't see any Pop Sockets with uh, bisexual colors on and stuff like that. So I have created a bunch of Pop Sockets that have like bisexual flags, it has pansexual flags, asexual flags, um, actually it even has trans flags. 
Uh, it has like hearts in the bisexual, pansexual, asexual colors. Um, and it has a whole bunch of designs that I think you guys will love. So if you want to represent your bisexuality like on a daily basis, you can get one of these pop sockets, put it on your phone, and you can just have it there with you always. Kind of cool, right? I know as soon as I saw it, I was like, you know what? I'm designing a couple of the bicolors on it and I'm buying one. So mine's uh, arriving next week and I'm gonna be able to put it on my phone and always represent bisexuality no matter what, which I think is kind of cool. So, you know, please, if you wanna check the channel, support the channel, go and check that out. Um, you can also check out my lapel pins, which you can find in the same link, as well as my bisexual MMF, bisexual romances, which of course, we're always there. And if you are actually from, uh, if you're from Germany or France, hey, I just released a new um, book in German and French this week. I'm proud to say that it is already a number one bestseller in France, the French version of my book, Island Candy. Um, it's already number one in France. And it's also, I, in my German version, I think is, I know it's the top 20 on gay romances in Germany. So if you'd like to check out some of my writing in your native language, uh, you can go ahead and check those out. Uh, you can find them from on Amazon by typing in, uh, the, of course, my author name, Alex Anders, and it will pop right up. If you would like to support this podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romances on Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can check out my bisexual t-shirts on Amazon by searching for the company Bisexual Real Talk, and you can go to Fluid Style Co.'s website at www.fluidstyleco.com. There you'll find plaid flannels for women and plaid dress shirts for men, all in the pride flag colors, specifically the bisexual, queer, asexual, and sexually fluid flag colors. Please support the channel and check it out. Until the next podcast, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.